Welcome to Explore to Evolve, the travel show to inspire you to make your life the best adventure. I'm your host, Vivian Dabbs, world traveler, digital nomad, best-selling author, and your coach and mentor to live life fully. I'm so excited for you to be here today. Thank you for sharing your time with us. And if you like this episode, please leave a five-star review so that more amazing people just like you can find us. This is episode number 24 with Dr. Anna Emily. Dr. Anna Emily is the founder of the unapologetically ambitious brand and helps female visionaries and change makers to stop self-sabotaging behaviors, drop the guilt and fear around money and fully own their ambition. In this episode, we are talking about experiencing luxury travel and the mindset to ease into it and normalizing luxury travel for yourself. I am so excited for Dr. Anna Emily to share with us how to clear out the good around luxury travel and how her journey has been. Welcome, Dr. Anna Emily. Where have you been lately that, you know, you've been living in Australia, places that you travel to, where's been your favorite places that you've been to? Wow, well, at the moment, I am currently Um, stuck within Australia which is not a bad place to be stuck so we've not been able to travel internationally for almost a year so in terms of recently I've been trying to explore more of where I live which is in the western part of Australia and to be honest there are some incredible places here so most people that come to Australia they head straight to the east coast so Sydney and Melbourne but I would highly, highly recommend coming to Western Australia because it's a lot less touristy and it's such an outside state. I mean, the landscape and the nature is just incredible. So a place I went recently that I loved was a few weeks ago, about 45 minutes from where I live, there's a place called Penguin Island. And it is beautiful, so it houses The island itself houses miniature penguins, which is very cute. I know. (laughs) And um, you have to take a ferry across, a two-minute ferry. There's sea lions there and all sorts of wildlife. It's a big... um, There's lots of seabirds that live there, lots of pelicans. And the water is like the Maldives. It's like crystal clear, lots of snorkeling. So I'm very lucky to live where I live. So I've been trying to explore more of Western Australia recently. That sounds amazing. If you are an outdoorsy person and you're a really big mm-hmm. nature person, snorkeling, I mean, we're the biggest state. So Western Australia is almost half of the whole of Australia. Wow. And you've got all the South region, which is wineries. And um, there's a place called Esperance, which I'm actually going there next week. And if you Google it, it will blow your mind. The sand is just bright white. It's incredible. And then when you go north, it's a lot hotter up there. But again, incredible. It's like the Caribbean Sea. It's it's because it's Indian Ocean on this side, whereas on the other side, it's not. So it's a bit mm-hmm. more wild over there. But yeah, I highly, highly, highly recommend that you come when you can come. Oh, I'm so excited. I've seen pictures of the place you're going to. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. so jealous right now in the best way (laughs) 
And then you started traveling lots more within the few years after than you had ever in your entire life. Yes, correct. Why is that? Or was that intentionally planned or did it just happen? So when I first started, so I had one business that I ran from about 2014 to about 2019. And now I have my coaching business. So when I first got into online business, it was because like the honest answer is because I wanted to make more money. Mm -hmm. But back then I had never done any kind of personal development. So I didn't really know myself very well. So 2014 was seven years ago. So I was 26. (laughs) Some 25, 26 year olds do know themselves, but I was one of those that just didn't. So I just was attracted by making more money. But as I learned about myself and I realized my values, my number one value is freedom. So I realized actually what was driving me, like really driving me was to have a high level of autonomy in my life because I hate being told what to do. I hate being constricted. It's my worst nightmare. So that's what really was driving me. So when I started to actually have the money and the time to travel then I started to do it more because before my business I just I didn't have any money you know like mm-hmm. most people I was living kind of paycheck to paycheck and I had to save all year to go on one holiday um so it was kind of a combination of having more income having more time and realizing how much lit me up and how much I loved it when I hadn't really I guess had the opportunity before and then that kind of got the ball rolling and also in my first business I actually that was a network marketing company so I qualified for in the span of the time I was running it I qualified for I think six free holidays so I actually got a lot of travel for free yeah so that like heightened the amount that I was traveling that sounds like an amazing experience so After you started traveling to all these beautiful places with the network marketing company, when you started paying more for your own vacations or holidays and travels, did you keep up the same like standard or luxury or how did you end up living your travel lives? Yes, I did. I did develop a taste for high end (laughs) and very expensive taste. I... I think I feel like I'm someone that can do both mm-hmm. um so for example next week I'm going in a camper van for a week so it's not a five-star hotel and I'm very excited about it and I love that kind of traveling um but yeah when we were taken away with the company they did put us in amazing places um so I did maintain that that level um when I think it was 2016 I went on my second free trip which was to Johannesburg in South Africa Mm, and that oh my god like one of my favorite 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 trips and that by that point in my business I was doing pretty well so I actually bought myself business class flights (laughs) and then there was no go that was very hard to go back after that (laughs) so I very can't imagine have it it was incredible though and um yeah so yeah I I did and then 
I think, so let me think back, 2014, I qualified for my first trip and then I took that in 2015, which was to um, Mexico, to Cancun. That was a free trip. That was amazing. But that was, that actually happened two days after I submitted my PhD because I was actually doing a PhD when I was growing my first business. And 2015 was the hardest year of my life because I was finishing up my PhD. When you qualify for these free holidays, you can take someone with you. And I was taking my friend with me who was in in my team. Literally 48 hours before we were due to fly, I had to call her and say, I, I don't know if we can go because I'd found this mistake in my thesis. So this is like a... I can't remember how many words, but it's like you have to write a book essentially. And what I was doing had a lot of maths in it Mm -hmm. and like obviously uh, statistics and things like that. And I basically thought that I got this huge equation, this really important equation wrong. Just had this massive freak out. And I was like, I don't know if we can go, but eventually I managed to, I stayed up until five o'clock in the morning, I think, and um, managed to find out where I went wrong. So that was the first trip and that was a really lovely hotel and it was incredible. And then 2015 was South Africa and also I won a free trip to Greece. I'm pretty sure I must have gone somewhere else that year, but I can't remember. And then 2016 was really a big year because that was the year that I actually graduated from my um, PhD and I got awarded my PhD. And one of the fun things I was able to do was... I booked myself a trip to Bali in 24 hours notice. I was just like, I'm going to go to Bali. Wow. Two days or whatever. I didn't tell anyone except my mum because I thought, okay, safety. I need to tell somebody that I'm doing this. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I booked myself this incredible hotel. I had my own villa with a private pool overlooking the ocean, had a butler. It was just... It was incredible. It's called um, Summer Bee Suites in Nusa Dua in Bali. And booked myself business class flights with that, got on and just went for a week by myself. And that was my reward to myself for finishing my PhD. And um, I was just messaging my friends when I got there and they were like, why is it saying that you're in Indonesia? I was like, oh yeah, I went to Bali like yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... That, yeah, I I definitely, if you ask anyone who knows me, I do have quite a high standard of where I stay. Mm -hmm. But that's part of the experience for me. And I'm also happy to, you know, be in cheap accommodation. If if I take a city break, I'm very much someone who's like, let's just get a kind of cheap, clean hotel because we're going to be walking around the city all the time. But if I'm going somewhere where I want to relax and have that experience then I'm happy to invest in that because it makes me very happy so oh I love it do you feel you use the the hotels and staying in like luxury beautiful accommodation to go to your next level in business or do you just work to your next level and then reward yourself for having worked hard and gotten to the next level that's a really good question I do a bit of both. Mm -hmm. One thing that I like to do as part of my kind of money mindset, money consciousness work is to challenge myself. If 
if I ever get in a space where I think, oh, I don't want to spend that because I'm feeling a bit scarce with money or I'm, you know, I've, I've got a lot of hardwiring that I'm working on around spending money and the flow of money. Mm-hmm. So I love to book beautiful hotels and just have a night in a hotel. And I'll often do that at the end of a month, for example, when I'm planning the next month or if I'm launching a program, I might have a night there the, the night that I launch and get me in the vibe. So I'm, I'm a really big fan of using travel mm. to like raise your vibe and, and kind of set that standard for yourself of, okay, I might book, say, or you could book, say, a really five-star hotel, high-end hotel for one night and then when you're there you can really say to yourself okay I'm working toward being able to do this like once a month or whatever it is or equally if I go to a really nice hotel Mm -hmm. I love to kind of just sit in that of like this is my standard and I get to have this all the time so I I definitely do a little bit of both I definitely reward myself and love rewarding myself with with travel or nice hotels or experiences um but I do also push myself to say, you know, no, you can book this and go on this really nice holiday, like more money is coming. So yeah, a bit of both. That is a beautiful journey. And I feel it's so important because so many people, they just see it as something that is not possible for them or only possible like, you know, once in a while. Whereas yeah. if you actually do the work and the money work and you focus on really clearing out all the bullshit literally (laughs) you actually can have it more often and anytime you literally want yeah a hundred percent and I think there is that there's definitely that upper limit problem where if we're kind of expanding ourselves in that way then we can have that part of our brain that's like you know and I've definitely struggled with that where I've stayed at an exceptionally nice place and my brain has said you know "Mm, this is a one-off or you can't possibly you know maintain this I mean even say flying business class for example when I do that or when I first started to do that I very much felt like oh I've spent too much I felt really guilty after I'd spent it and you know most people around me were saying the same thing like I would never spend that much that's ridiculous Mm. um in fact my my best friend she she's a lawyer so she she does okay for herself and she told me she was going to Thailand on her own a few years ago and I said to her oh my god you should go business she's like no that is ridiculous it's such a waste of money it's like just for a few hours and etc etc I was like you should do it you would love it and about a week later she messages me and says I booked business class with Emirates yeah and when you fly with Emirates they actually send a car to pick you up and then they um at the other destination they they send a car to the airport to take you to your hotel and anyway she messages me when she's on the plane because she went to Thailand from the UK so she had to stop in I think um Abu Dhabi or no Dubai she stopped in Dubai and she just sends me the selfie and she's like oh my god this is incredible I told you so um and she loves it now so I think that we can have that you know 
that story but then when when I'm ever in that situation if I sit in the the lounge or whatever and I look around me and it's all just old white guys Mm. literally I'd say 80 to 90 percent are just old white guys or white guys and that's something I feel really passionate about changing but it's all that that way you see yourself and what you deserve and the expectation you set yourself so more recently when I've flown business I've just really focused on anchoring and like this is my new normal this is my new normal you know like I make enough to just and and also you know when you do have a business it makes sense because you can work more easily you can sleep you're more rested so if you are traveling for business it obviously makes sense but yeah yeah I think there's that sense of having to you know put yourself in a situation that not to say you should go and spend thousands of dollars on a holiday that you can't really afford right now but you know look on deals like there's there's so many websites I don't know what they have in the states but in Australia and the UK they have websites and clubs that you can join for free where you can get amazing deals on gorgeous hotels or trips and so you can take yourself on those and start to kind of expand yourself in that way without spending loads of money and then I yeah I truly believe that was a big part of um, my success was normalizing that for myself through travel definitely oh that is so good because I feel so many people they wait till they have all the money to either start traveling or they're really good at budget traveling and then they kind of like can't really differentiate between super low budget traveling and getting themselves to the like high class more luxurious kind of travel and I find that very sad but do you have any tips for people when they are starting to get to the more beautiful luxurious travel and they start feeling that guilt of who am I to do this can I really afford this how to clear out or what to do to clear out that guilt so yeah I think that one thing I was going to mention was what I've noticed is because I'm part of a really big travel group on Facebook you're probably the same in the same one but I noticed that when people were posting about luxury travel they were getting a lot of shit And a lot of people have this idea that it's not real travel if you go to a nice hotel, whatever. So I think there's a lot of, you know, doing, for me, I did feel guilt around that. Maybe I'm not properly traveling and and all of this, but it's what makes you happy. Would I be happy in a hostel? No, I would absolutely hate it. I would, I would hate, I've tried it and I hated it. I've tried it a couple of times actually and I hated it so it's not like I've not given it a go but my cousin she's been traveling full-time with her boyfriend for two and a half years now this is an honest story they traveled for a full year on about three thousand dollars wow yeah like that is probably the lowest I have up here in a long time yeah it was no maybe it was three thousand pounds so that would probably that was probably still be only about four and a half five thousand dollars four thousand dollars but they were I mean penny pinching every second of the way I'm talking you know not eating if they can really afford to eat that day Mm -hmm. or instead of so they did a lot of travel in three places like India and a lot of Asia and rather than say get a plane from one end of India to the other or 
pay to have an air-conditioned cabin they would literally be in the lowest cabin that was like the cheapest where they were sharing it with chickens and goats and created amazing amazing experiences but they were taking bus you know they were telling me about buses that they were taking for 18 hours with no air con having to sleep like sat up that gives me so much anxiety I don't think I would ever do that not because uh, purely because I would just be miserable I know I would I would be hungry I would be tired I'd be miserable so I think it's you know and but they kind of that's what they wanted to do and that's amazing Mm -hmm. so I think it's being really honest with yourself of what makes you happy and what will like enhance the experience for you and not listening to other people say that you know you should you're only a real traveler if you stay in hostels with cockroaches crawling all over you or you only a real traveler if you take a bus that takes 20 hours to get somewhere when you can Mm -hmm. just pay for a flight right so I think there's that and I think that it's just when you experience it notice it come up and just question where it's come from and what I would do is notice in myself this feeling and think you know look around me and think well these people probably aren't thinking this at all because you know so many people it is just their normal Mm. so it's it's just about normalizing it in your brain and I think a big thing for me was I think it was a lot of fear of living and traveling a certain way and then not being able to maintain that. That caused me a lot of fear. So again, noticing what's what's the real fear, what's the root of it, and then just looking at that and seeing if there's a restrictive belief coming up, seeing if it's something that you can just look at the evidence and say, is that really real? You know, is I didn't want to because sometimes I wouldn't actually enjoy myself because I would be, I'd be like at this beautiful hotel and all I would be thinking is, what if I can't afford to come back somewhere like this? You know, which is stupid because I wasn't enjoying the moment. So yeah, definitely those two things, just be aware of and kind of unapologetically own what kind of travel makes you happy. And if that high-end luxury travel makes you happy, own it because it is amazing and it, you're still a real quote-unquote traveler or whatever um and then just question the beliefs and the fears that are coming up for you and kind of get to the root of why it's making you feel uncomfortable yeah oh this is so good I love what you're just saying because I remember one time I booked the wrong flight in Chile from the Atacama desert so I had to take a bus for 21 hours and (laughs) it was literally the worst thing ever because I'm I'm 187 or something, which like 6'2". I'm pretty tall. After 21 hours, I couldn't move my neck for literally three days. It was the worst ever. This was the worst mistake. I've taken it a long time. Clicking the wrong button at the checkout of my flight, even though it literally cost, I think it cost like $20 and the flight was like 100. I'm like, it's not worth it. It's not worth the pain. It's not worth the time. If you can't afford it, go for it and so many yeah they deny themselves of the luxury because of what you just said like they either don't want to try it out or they think they wouldn't enjoy it because they've never tried it yeah and I think there's also like I said so much there's that fear of judgment as well I think Mm -hmm. because like I said when I see people post about high-end travel in the Facebook group there's so many women that give 
backlash and just really unhelpful comments like you could have spent this money on something else I, I think there is that money guilt as well that can definitely come into it of oh my god I spent seven thousand dollars on one holiday or whatever I could have saved it for me what I've noticed with travel is I really need to be comfortable so I'm a Taurus and as a Taurus we love to be comfortable and we love the finer things they make us Mm -hmm. it makes me happy in my soul so I don't have a high tolerance for being uncomfortable whereas my cousin she clearly does right yeah so and it's you know I'll say it's not as if they couldn't afford to have got a plane instead of a bus they could have but they were just wanting to do it on such a shoestring budget so for for me for example I love being comfortable I love being in beautiful surroundings so these all these things all go hand in hand with more high end travel. So it just makes sense for me. And it, I, again, it's just about owning it and trying to release what other people are going to say or the judgment that you undoubtedly will get from other people. There's no way of stopping it. You know what I mean? Like if someone posts in a, a travel group that they stayed at this five star hotel or whatever, you know, there'll be comments like, "Oh, it must be nice for some," and did it, but that's taking away the fact that that person probably worked really hard I know for me before I started my own businesses I there was no way I could have afforded to travel the way I do like people aren't paying this for me I mean apart from the network marketing travel but everything else that's my hard-earned money in my business so those people that are judging you most of them will have an opportunity to make more money not everybody obviously but a lot of people that judge you they have the power to create more income and travel like that if they wanted to. They just choose to not do that. Do you know what I mean? So I think there is that fear of judgment as well, but you just need to release that and remember it's your life and Mm -hmm. it's your the memories you're making. And that's what I would say. That is so beautifully said because it literally is our life. And if we don't live it the way we want to live it, then what are we even doing here? So what would you say is your next level goal for the next up level of like making it more special, more beautiful, deepen the experience, making it more memorable? Do you have any plans for that? So I I downloaded your book, by the way, that's on my Kindle. Oh, and thank you. I love it. I love it so much because one thing that I am working on for this year is being more present and mindful. So I'm a planner mm-hmm. and I it does, I like to plan and be organized. I will be honest, it does move into the kind of control freak area. And I do need to learn to kind of be a bit more relaxed around things. But I just, I like to be organized with my travel because I like mm-hmm. to know that I'm going to make the most out of it. Um, so for example, next week we have the van and we know kind of roughly where we're going. And because it's a powered van, we have to have powered a few powered sites along the way and where we're traveling to is very popular and because it's um in western australia you can travel to another state not many people are because the lockdowns are still happening so you can get stuck in another state so there's a lot of people traveling and vans and four by fours and camping is super popular here so i've booked a few of them along the way i'm trying to get that balance of going with the flow and and stuff but for me it's really going to be about when in your book when you were talking about thinking about what kind of experiences I'd want to have for me it's going to be more about that so for example 
I was writing down that I would love to see some like wild dolphins or I'd love to see some like sea lions or I'd love to have some amazing wildlife experiences and manifest that. And I think just about being more present and mindful because that is something because I'm a bit of a hustler if I'm on holiday I do find it hard to switch off that is something that I still struggle to do so just really switching off really being present and thinking about what kind of experiences I'd like to manifest on travel because I'd never really thought about that before and I think that that will really deepen it you know to visualize exactly how I want the trip to go and some special moments that I would love to happen so that's what I'm going to be doing is just being more present, more mindful and really soaking up each mm-hmm. moment of the holiday or the trip or whatever. I'd also like to challenge myself once we can travel internationally to have more experiences with local people and local communities because that's something that's that's pretty important to me. And my partner, he's not the biggest traveler like we're quite different I don't know why it works but it seems to work but he'll take a trip but he's very much like culture 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 which I think is very very important um and I would like to challenge myself to do more of that especially if I'm solo traveling Mm -hmm. because that's something I'd also love to do more of um I have quite I've solo traveled a lot but I do have quite a fear of solo travel in certain um say for example camping on my own I listen to way too much true crime <laughs> so I'm basically terrified I'm gonna get murdered every time I go on my own so do I, I, I know I know I know I know it's so bad but I'd love to challenge myself to do more solo travel and how and kind of go out and have more experiences because when I have solo traveled I've been I remember the first time I went to Bali I was very nervous to just go out on my own and I know that that is just all fear and it's not I mean sure there's like a small amount of risk but for the most part you know you're very safe um so yeah I'd say all of those things are ways that I want to kind of deepen my experience in in travel Oh, that's such a beautiful, beautiful way to deepen your experience. And you know what? I've traveled to over 70 countries and never have I ever had a really, really bad experience. And I hitchhiked. I'd like sleep at strangest places, you know, the beautiful places and the terrible places and all of it, like all of the different places. And never have I really been in a situation where I'm like, oh, my God, I'm getting murdered. (laughs) Or even like my passport's getting stolen or my money is getting robbed and I feel you can attract it or you can just know like you know what I'm safe I'm okay yeah and even if something were to happen you'd still be okay yeah a hundred percent and I don't want to let the fear stop me because Mm -hmm. you know for me like my partner he does work and he doesn't have the same level of time freedom as me So I know that solo travel will be something that I do. And also when we have like our own child, I would love, love, love to travel just me and the the baby or the child. And I know that will take quite a lot of more bravery and like quite a next level from me. So I think now practicing more solo travel, I do tend to take myself on solo retreats, which I love. Like I'll book a really cute Airbnb for like three nights um 
and just go and relax and journal and read and be in nature and that that's really really important to me but yeah I, I know it's it's all fear so that I'm gonna kind of just start stepping out and I'm actually thinking of buying myself a van because that's I exciting. yeah my cousin while she was here they've been they've had a van they've not done proper van life but where we live if you have like a four by four with a tent on top or you have a van it's so easy to just take a long weekends and there's so many incredible places that are like an hour or two hours away where if you have a four by four you can just pull up on the beach and camp on the beach and I love the idea of being able to go kind of off grid mm-hmm. for a few days quite a lot of money to hire a van yeah. so it actually makes more financial sense if I was gonna use a van quite regularly and we're um I'm planning a trip up north with my cousin maybe going up to northern territories as well in the winter so I've been looking at that I've been I've been following van life on Instagram and admiring all the I mean admiring the women that travel solo in vans that that kind of lifestyle looks incredible like very freeing and I think that could be I don't think I could do full van life because mm-hmm. like I said I'm a five-star hotel girl so I don't think I would survive full van life and um, but to have that little that van there that I can you know go off for a week or two weeks I am very much a wanderer and a kind of free spirit and a very restless soul. And I think that that would really help ground me Um, because if I'm stuck in one place too long, I, you know, I mean, this lockdown has been really hard for me. So, so yeah, I'm exploring that, possibly getting a van and kitting it out. Do you feel that there is a difference between your personality or how you show up when you are in a five-star hotel or when you are camping or van life trip? That is such an interesting question and such a good question because that is something that I have actually personally struggled with because I sometimes feel like I am 10 different people in one body. Mm. And I was literally thinking about this the other day because I was thinking about, okay, we're going to get the van and, you know, obviously it's, it's a van, right? So you can hardly take anything. It's going to be like no makeup, hair dries naturally, you know, living in a bikini, just being in nature. And I was so excited. Like, I just was so excited about that vibe. But then I thought, isn't it strange because I'm so excited about that, but I would be equally as excited as staying in a five-star hotel and walking around in like a power suit or like dressing up and eating in a really nice restaurant. So... I think it's just different parts of me and and it's about embracing that I love both. I love being out in nature like we're very lucky here and going to the beach and like salty hair and just like a bikini and just really low-key um but I also love going to like the Ritz-Carlton and you know getting dressed up so yeah I think it's just it is different parts of me. It's still me, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of satisfying different areas. And I think that, you know, we're kind of taught, aren't we, that you're right, you know, if you like camping, then you're not going to like five-star hotels. And if you, and there, there is that kind of uh, stereotype with, with women, especially, you know, yeah. like, oh, I wouldn't go camping, kind of whatever. But I think, again, it's just about embracing yourself and embracing the fact that you love luxury and I express different parts of myself and that's that's great because then I'm fulfilling different parts of me if that makes sense 
Absolutely. And it's so beautiful because I've been thinking about that. How do I integrate all these different like parts of me, right? Like, does it have to be one personality or can you be different? And it's really coming back to like allowing ourselves to just be who we are. Yeah, that's yeah, I think it's such an interesting question. And yeah, it's something I have struggled with, but I think it just comes down to our conditioning or our kind of thoughts that you are just like you have one and we do all have one personality I'm not saying we all have multiple personalities or whatever but it's just feeling safe I think to explore that and and not judging yourself as well one question that I always love asking at the end is what does living life fully mean to you Anna wow so I recently lost a really good friend to cancer about two weeks ago and Mm -hmm. I think living life fully, when I think about that now, I always think of her and really the way that she lived her life. I mean, she was, and I know people say this, don't they, when they lose someone that they love, but she really was incredible. She was this just full of love, full of life, always so positive, just such a beautiful person. And I've taken a lot from her recently in terms of, I think it's living each day, really being grateful for what you have and living in the moment. And and that's not easy. Like I actually think people kind of ban that about a lot and it's not actually that straightforward. You know, I think it takes practice Um, because at the end of the day, we can look and take inspiration from the way that people have lived their lives who have passed on and the, the knowledge that we have from you know, the top five regrets of the dying, which is, I mean, number one Mm -hmm. is like not living your life how you really want to live. But then also, you know, we are here in the present moment and and we're living our lives and there's shit to do. Like you have to take the bins out. You still have to do the food shopping. (laughs) You know, not every day can be like this fantasy land. But I think um, for me, it's really anchoring in each day because as I've got older, I find that life goes very, very quick. Mm. You know, it's nearly the end of January, 2021 is going to just, it's, yeah. So I've been really focusing on anchoring in each day. And actually one thing that I'm doing before I go to sleep is I tell my partner my three favorite things of the day, because the science and the research shows that if you do that, your memories last longer. So as a tip for your listeners, especially when you're traveling, this is a really good time to do it, is when you have a day and you've gone out and done things or whatever, literally say to someone, my three favourite things about today or my three favourite things about this thing that we did today were, or my, my three favourite memories from today were. Because actually speaking it out loud to each other, mm-hmm. it cements it in your memory better. So that's one thing that I want to do. And I think it's just living unapologetically as yourself. You know, screw the rules. And... Yeah just live how you want to live and I think we're living in a world now where more and more people and more and more women are creating their own realities I mean I know that you obviously follow Melanie and Leia and you're in that kind of circle and if you look at what you know and I think your is your coach Jana your work with Jana yeah, I would do work yeah with Jana. Mm-hmm. and she's amazing so like, and if you look at what they've all like so I work with Steph and if you look at all these what these women have created Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mind-blowing and it's like I always talk to Jana about the fact that she's traveled in a van with all her children like 
it's mind blowing to me because people always say like, oh, you can't, you know, you can't travel with kids or you've got to, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? There's all these rules that people have created when in fact you can just create your own rules. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think living, living more in the moment, making, anchoring in each day and just breaking the rules and not living in fear, not living from fear, but living from a place of trust and desire is, is living fully to me. This is so beautiful. And honestly, I'm just mind blown. It's been a pleasure. Where can people find you if they want to follow you, if they want to know more about you, if they want to keep being in your life, tell us all the things. So I'm probably more active on Facebook. So I'm Anna Emily on Facebook or on Instagram, which I do, I'm I'm trying to be kind of, more present on Instagram so my Instagram because I, I do love it but yeah I'm more of a Facebook girl so on Instagram it's um my handle is it's underscore doctor underscore Anna um or you know Dr Anna Emily on Facebook and those are the best places to come and find me if you would like to come and connect which would be amazing